Black who's going to go for it. Black for the one point to win the grand final. He's done it. Hello, welcome to another Talking the Facts of Life live stream. Proud to be sponsored by Clips Energy. Clips Energy! And Delivery! Delivery! Oh wow, that was a bit of a crooked one. <laughs> uh, my name's Mike Ake and joining me, uh, as always, producer, aficionado and fan, uh, Mr. Rick Farrell. How Good evening. Um, and join, join us all, shall we say? Are you guys watching at home? Uh, thank you very much for joining us, as always. Um, get your thoughts in, get your comments in. Um, a defeat to Featherstone, um, it was kind of expected, if you will. Um, let us know what you thought. Were you there? Were you one of the people that stayed away? Um, if you if you went, what did you guys think? Great atmosphere. Uh, if you could see the game because of the stupid netting behind the posts, um, let us know what you guys think. Uh, we'll be talking, obviously, the Featherstone game. We're looking forward to the Whitehaven game. We may have a quick discussion about the Hall of Fame, if, we, if we've got a bit of time tonight. Uh, but let's get straight into that Featherstone game, shall we? Um, a few of you guys watching, let us know what the crack is. Um, first and foremost, heavy, heavy, heavy defeat. Um I said to you in the car on the way that we'd get beat by 40, so I was nearly right, but... Miserable bastard. Yeah. <laughs> like I said last week, unlike we sung at the Cribs on Friday night, I'm a realist. Uh, but yes, unfortunately, my, my 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 prediction came true, and it was, it was a frustrating game, really, because we had so many opportunities... To, to go back into the game, but wrong bounce of the ball, freaky bounces off crossbars, people having nightmare moments and stuff. It was just, it was just one of those things where it, I, th I think the, the the games where we've rode our luck, you could say, just be one of those where um, we just write it off as a bad job and that sort of thing. Um, let let get, let us know. Get your comments in. Let us know what you guys thought. Um, first and foremost, what did what did you think, Rick? Well, I'm going to take your cribs analogy. I'm going to see your Daft Punk. I just think they were harder, better, faster, stronger. Sadly, <laughs> yes, on the day they, yeah. they rolled us up the middle a bit too much. I think you know they were making yeah. 70 meters on every field. You know we chucked the ball around early. Yeah, we had a lot of um, joy. You know, Worthington were busting them on the left and. I don't know, he put a fending on someone and they were like, <laughs> it were like man on boy, wasn't it? But we yeah. just didn't have that little bit of extra cutting edge that we needed. And yeah, we, we scored some good points, but we just could not hold up in defence yeah. and keep clean. And you have to get everything right. And, and it was just quite the opposite, really, wasn't it? Yeah, they, 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 they were clinical. They were when, they, when they had chances, they took them near enough. They, they had a couple of times where they didn't do it. Gareth Gale dropped the ball over the line again. Um Brett Ferris shot the ball over the line. We, we, we had chances as well. That, that's the thing. We had chances, but they, I like you, had a bit of a stronger analogy. They, were, they, they just seemed a lot fresher. They were a lot fresher. They looked like they they they, they read both Worthington and McComb and in the centres um, had, had some joy. They were calm, took his try really nicely. Um, I thought Woodburn all wherever he got his hands on the ball, we're doing really well. Um, but yeah, it did. It was a deserved beating, and and we, you just got all your hands up and say they were the better side on the day. They've been the better side all season. Them and Toulouse are just a class apart from us. But we scored twenty two points, 
And that I don't think there's many teams that have gone to Featherstone and scored 22 points this year. So uh, that is some, that is a little bit of feather in our cap. And we were trying to force the pass. But again, when you're trying to get back into the game after the freakiest of con- try conceding and then ultimately that's what that, that's what wrecked the game for me it's like the, the game's all about momentum as we keep saying on this show and when, we, when McComb scored his try the crowd was up the players were up we were proper onto it and then an absolute belch of a kickoff like he did all day from Craig Hall yeah. Rob- Robinson never looked confident under it he picked the ball backwards, hit the bar, he caught it. Got, him in his forehead, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, and, and then they scored for it. And that just completely took all the wind out of our sails. And we never really recovered from that, really. We had, we had a player on a peach of a try for, for, for Garside, as we've seen from the highlights. And there are, there are some positive signs there as well. As I say, it's just what Simon Griggs has got a really tough job is, is keeping bodies fresh, having that balance of, yeah, we need to train and we need to have some sort of combat in training, but also rest some really weary bodies because A, Fenerson on such a physical side, but B, it was so hot as well. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned Woody as well. He laid one on the plate for Garstead. He also bombed one on his inside for Scott Griggs that yeah. at the time would have put us in a really good position, just one saw down and then... The problem that we had again was the the momentum swings were instantaneous. Where they would literally, it would a balmy game, rugby league, yeah. wasn't it? It was bar- There was one where I think Craig Hall got on the outside of Woody and and he just had to put the ball down and he and he he, he blew it. Yeah. And I just couldn't believe some of the stuff that were happening. It was it was very bizarre. Um, just before we carry on, are we are we live? Are we loud and clear, everyone? We look to be getting a bit of interference on the signal. I don't know why. We've got full internet signal, but just give us a comment. Let us know you can hear us, see us. Everything's working. It's not cutting in and out. Yeah, there seems to be plenty of comments coming through. And not, no, no one's saying that we're talking bollocks just yet. So that's, that, 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 that's always a positive. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with you there. It's... <laughs> Some of them throwing ball around. We didn't need to throw a ball around and, and, and stuff like that. But we'll learn from it. It's a learning curve. And like we have been against Featherson in the past, but it's all right. It's all fair and well losing league games. We can win the games that matter. And I think we'll be in a much better position. Hopefully, we'll learn from that from when the playoffs come around, if we do meet them again. But my biggest fear is that they'll learn. And they'll, 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 they just seem to be in a very, very good position there. Um, but the main, the main thing is that we've, we've had a go. We've had a dig. We've 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 tried as art out. It's not come off. We've got the, the, it's a defeat. What is it? Second defeat in thirteen or something? something daft. Like yeah, it's it, or third defeat in thirteen. It's it's one of those really. It's just that we've got two absolutely huge games coming up to 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 make sure that what we've gone through the last couple of months rings true and that we do finish in third and with the kind of advantage going into the business end of the season there. Um, Shall we get into these comments? Yeah, go for it. So let's get into that. Again, thank you very much, everyone who's watching. Uh, get involved. Let us know um, if you were there, um, what, you, what you thought, if you weren't there, what you've thought from the highlights and all that sort of stuff there. Uh, Anthony Ildred, again, regular. Thank you very much for joining us, Anthony. Uh, played down the middle and used their hands, yeah. And uh, ground man was a certain word. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that, but... Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, Featherstone, they, they, they've got a big pack of forwards and we'll get onto the elephant in the room in Gadwin Springer. They, they, I thought they used him well. And again, it's it's one of those, we, Simon Gritch likes to use his plays in a certain way. Featherstone must use him a different way. 
I'm quite a big believer in you. If you've got a player, you, you kind of play to, to to his strengths. If you if you do need to accommodate him, and he, he played all right, did Springer. And yes, he's going to be tired after a little bit, but what he did, he laid on a brilliant offload for John Davis to break up. Who got there? He scored a try himself, I think. No. Uh, not score, well, he got close. He, he set the position, but he set up two tries. Yeah, much, yeah, but, but he did more in that game yesterday than he did in ten for us. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so. it, it was the classic case of an ex-fax player coming back instantly to biters on the backside yeah. so but I, I think he had flaws in his game you know like you said he, he only played for like 15 minutes he was blowing it a bit and yeah. his defense were a bit lacking wanted but he was good oh, going we forward had so, so many we had so many opportunities to attack him in defense like on on lazy inside shoulder but we just didn't see it just seemed to be going through process for the sake of process sometimes anyway but as i say we were getting joy out of it sometime but we'll learn from it and show that they'll have video reviews and, and that sort of thing there. yeah um peter wood hey, thanks for joining us again pete uh, the away support was great negatives a few cheap tries positives we look dangerous on the attack mccomb is coming along nicely yeah definitely he just looks dangerous every time he touches the ball as mccomb and to natural say, rugby player yeah his, his step is brilliant and he's so deceptively strong he's like it's kind of like salt in the way that he makes yards after contact. He kind of goes in and then makes another two, three, four, five yards. His, his balance is what impresses me. I think the yeah. one time when he sort of spun out of a tackle and normally you'd see lads go down, but he managed to stay on his feet and keep going. And yeah. so there was a point as well where you mentioned about Barber sort of trying a clever pass between the legs and there were no one there. But that kick through that he did for himself, where he sort of grubbing and it popped up. Yeah, You know, on any other day, that's a try. It just didn't go for us no. yesterday. But... Um, just to sort of tangent off that, I'd, and you like you say, I, we can learn, but they can learn. There are flaws in their game. Yeah, they're a good side, but there are yeah. flaws in their game that we can ex exploit with a fully fit and fully ready to go team in a nothing to lose playoff game. Yeah. So hopefully we do go back there in the semi. It'll be on Sky, but hopefully um, the fans will turn out for a big game there because it was a really good atmosphere. No bother, you know, the, everyone were in good spirits. The weather was brilliant and yeah. it's a decent setup over there so i hope um if anyone went to fed for the first time in a long time yesterday i hope you've sort of had your sort of thoughts calmed about what goes on over there and you can get over there in the future and support our lads it's yeah. all about supporting our lads at the end of the day exactly i can't put it about myself there uh james marsden thanks for joining us again jim uh he's he's, he's agreeing oh, with right. mccomb yeah. he's amazing at the moment what a guy Absolutely. yeah he's he's definitely the form player for Halifax at the moment in salt and stall mike's busy mate from lewins <laughs> yeah as i say I, I, I had a chat with him and one thing is for certain which you which you, you can see from him on the field he loves Loves playing for Halifax. He absolutely loves playing for Halifax, and you can see his passion on the field. And that, that's what we love to see as fans. Um, we, we love to see players having, having that passion um, to play for the club, uh, and it also helps that he's a very talented rugby player as well, who, who's in the form of his career at the moment. And long may that continue. Um, good evening, Nathan Field. Good evening, chaps. Yeah. Uh, I thought we were outplayed by the better team. Yep. Uh, if having to lose far too good for the rest of the league, I think we have done well to make the playoffs. So let's be thankful for that. Yep. Like, yeah, uh, we, we need some perspective on that. I think one, one, three, four, possibly five games in, we're third bottom in the league. And people were punching above us weight. We're third in the league. We've got nowhere near the third highest playing budget in terms of, uh, in, in terms of like wage structure and all that sort of stuff. Um, we are punching along with Batley and Whitehaven. We are, we are doing extremely well. Um, but yeah, um, I completely agree there, Nathan. We've done incredibly well to get Haven and Batley to really go into the playoffs um, on, on, a, on a full head of steam there, really. Um, 
Jane Fairbank, thanks for joining us, Jane. Uh, she agrees with, with everyone, it seems. McComb was my man of the match for facts. Yep, completely agree yeah, I think with the that. only other one that sort of challenged him, I thought uh, Garside had a really good game yeah. yesterday. I thought he, he showed up really across yeah, the board, didn't we? I, I, I will shout out uh, James Will Burn all as well. I, yeah. thought, I thought he had a good game at halfback as well. He looked dangerous every time. It was kind of more like the, the Will Burn all that we used to really, kind of using that footwork and deceptive strength that he's got. And um, it, was, it was causing him all sorts of problems. And again, it broke through in the first half. A better choice we, we would have scored in that set. It's just one of those, really. But there are some encouraging signs there as well, there, really. Um, Sam Beavers, um, thanks for joining us, Sam. Um, he thinks Salty needs a crack at Super League. Well, he's, 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 uh, he's certainly good enough for Super League. I'm, I'm, yeah, uh, he's got a good job and all that. That comes back to the age old. Will he make the money in Super League to justify giving up his job with his young family and that? I don't think so. But yeah, it's fair enough. Like you say, he's, he's good enough to do it. It's maybe a Wakefield type of team. But yeah, he's, he's, he's certainly a, a very much a Super League style player in terms of what the modern wing is like. And maybe he does have that burning ambition to, 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 to play for Super League. But we, we, we shall see. One thing for sure is definitely an Halifax player right here, right now. And he's, he's having the, the season of his career, it seems, right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> And sealed with the ball boy wanted a kiss. Well, I'll leave that to all your imaginations. Uh, Jane Fairback come back saying, look, few players looked on their knees uh, and giving silly mistakes away. Yeah, we are walking wounded at the moment. There's lots of players who, who are playing through the pain barrier at the moment for, 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 for the lads. Um, and yeah, uh, when you're playing against a... If it's an art full time, they must be very, very close to full time. Um, but also with the size of player that they've got, it's it's very, very hard. We'll There's always away. something that goes yeah. wrong when we do this. I just don't understand it all. I think I need a new computer, but times are hard. <laughs> I've got all that couple of grand to uh, throw at one at the minute. I'm afraid. Yeah. So. Um, Make the best of a bad situation. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll, we'll plow on. We'll plow on. We'll see how we get along. Um, Anzilwood says ref was poor linesman as well I thought at least I thought their a couple of their tries were forward passes at the very very least um, but you could say so we, we had an element of luck there as well it's, it's just one of those referees can't be perfect um, you just got to rise above it and play the game there we are back apparently we see. We seem to be back. We're having a bit of a connection issues at the moment. We'll again. We'll 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 see how we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a live stream without any sort of technical glitch or issues or anything like that. Uh, oh god, again. <laughs> oh dear. Right. So. Right, we've we've tried something else. Are we still online? Can you give us a like on the video or a comment to say yes or no? If can you still see us, hear us? Is it still streaming? Is the first question, and then we'll carry on. Uh, you're on back again, back again. Yes, we're on. Right, lovely. Yeah, perfect. Yep, yeah, right. So if we're a little bit delayed in terms of um, questions and stuff, it's because we're having to do a little bit things a little bit differently. We have to just do things on our public publishing program rather than through Facebook, which may well be the way to go going forward. To be honest with you, uh, yeah. So um, 
James, you've got lots of things to say that were on. What did you think? What, 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 what are your thoughts there? Have you got a burning question for us this week? Um, we'd we, like to know. Um, while we're, we're having a bit of a, a segue from that, let's, let's segue from Featherston a little bit. Let's focus on the Hall of Fame because I've put stuff on our socials in terms of, and we mentioned it a bit last week about the Hall of Fame. Now, we've had a bit of chats for the last, like, last couple of weeks about, like, the players who should be in the Hall of Fame and like the last player who went into Hall of Fame quite rightly was, was he was actually there yesterday yeah, he was Kyle, there yesterday Kyle Colin Harrison too, yeah. yeah Kyle Harrison Rhino uh, forget what he did for us as a coach although he won Northern Rail Cup one thing is indisputable he was a fantastic player leader and captain for us and quite rightly he is in the Halifax Hall of Fame uh, uh, but he was the last person in the in, last player to be in the Hall of Fame which I think is quite baffling scandalous. to be honest absolutely scandalous and I will say right here, right now, and I'm not being biased here because he's my all-time oh, Halifax hero. No, 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 John Bentley. Oh, you're gonna say John? I thought you were gonna say superstar Dave Larder. Well, I said when Dave Larder goes, and it's gonna be a brand new god tier in terms of Hall. If you got the normal mortal Hall of Fame, and then Dave Larder goes in the god tier, so that's 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 for another day. But if if Carl Harrison's in there, John Bentley has to be in there. That he was an absolute star for us. He played international rugby for us. He played, um, he played in the 1995 World Cup while playing for Halifax. He played for Great Britain as well. Uh, he played for the Lions when he was a bit of a sabbatical on there, scoring one of the greatest tries the Lions have ever seen. He, he, he was just a, a brilliant player, but also as well, he was a character. He was an oh, absolute yeah. character. And for, I, know, I know there's quite a few young folk that do watch this podcast unfortunately i'm quite i'm getting on the old <laughs> spectrum on that but if john bentley played today he would be an absolute fans favorite he was a fans favorite then he was he would just electrify that south stand like he did the, the scratching shed back oh, in the day and he scored try after try it was quite a, a, a modern winger that was he was a big lad he, he he was strong he could he could carry some players but he was just box office he had that x factor didn't well, he well he never sort of we've had wingers in the super league era where the aim is sort of like to clear your lines and get you know sort of a bit of a salty edge forward drag a few men in and try and get a quick play of the ball he weren't thinking of that every time he got that ball he were like i'm going to field here. Score. it's your job to stop me <laughs> yeah. and and players like that are, are a dying breed sadly it yeah. seems so uh yeah i do agree with you on that i just my my argument about this whole hall of fame thing was the sort of system and the structure of how it gets selected and everything needs to be Address because, like you say, Rhino was the last one to go in. He's getting on in his age now. We've not really utilized him as a sort of fax celebrity, so to speak. No. He's not really done events, and obviously, maybe it's because he got soured because of the coaching. Um, I was going to say scandal, but it was pretty scandalous the way we played under him. But mm. you know, we we leave it too late for me. There's no point inducting yeah. someone when they're an old man 20 years, 30 years, 40 years after they've been a star. Why not? Utilize them, get them in there, and use them to sell your club to the general public. This is a a walking, talking, living Hall of Fame member of our club. Yep. Send them to the junior clubs. This is what you want to aspire to be: playing for your hometown club. It just it just baffles me, and yeah. it's just it's a it's a dinosaur way of thinking. It's too old. It's old fashioned. Oh, we're waiting time. Oh, you have to wait ten years. Why? Yeah. Why? I mean, fair enough. I think we had the sort of argument that they shouldn't, they should be re retired. Yes. But for me, like the day Tyra retires, he should go in. The day Morel retires, he should go in. All the guys that are already retired, they should be already in. 
Yeah. Why are we waiting around? No, I, com- my I, I completely agree. And he, John Bentley is the ambassador for the supporters trust. Yeah. Um, why not get him in the Hall of Fame? Get him in there, make a big song and dance about it and and bring the bring the, the, the good times back, bring the good feeling back. Yes, we are looking forward under the Panthers' name, but it's always good to look back as well. We need yeah. to remember where we've come from in order to move forward as well. And to remember where we've come from is to celebrate the players that we've had, the players who have who performed amazingly in the blue and white shirt. And John Bentley was certainly one of those. And I would, Kevin Keegan, love it if he <laughs> if, if he got into the Hall of Fame. And he, he deserves it. He should be in there now. What are you? What are your guys' thoughts? Do you have any other names in there? You've mentioned Morell and. And their time will definitely come. I think um, I put Moana in there myself Ooh. for the Super League era. Mm. He's one of those lads that's come and stayed in Halifax and made a big impact. What? What? By definition, what is the Hall of Fame? I've heard the arguments like, oh well, you can't compare this lad's achievements who yeah. who played a couple of Super League seasons to a guy that back in 1904 played multiple internationals yeah. and won all these trophies. Yeah, you can't compare them, but Hall of Fame famous the remembered for something yeah there ain't a person that's involved with halifax blue Sox as it was then that don't know who martin moana is nah, yeah He's yeah a famous right. member of yeah of the club the, the example multiple stints and yeah the exact the example i've made is mick scott now mick scott is i don't I, if i forgive me from rome i don't think he got any representative honors i don't think it was anywhere near england or great britain international but in terms of a club legend he is up there. He was absolutely brilliant. Is he a better player than perhaps Martin Moana in that in that respect? There, I don't know. Two different kind of players. I don't think you can compare them though. No, you Mick can't. Scott won championships he and did. challenge yes. cups. Yes, and... he did. But does that mean that anyone who played in in the championship in the second level, like, like, like let's let's say a Shad Royston, for instance, right. who played for he never played for us in Super League, always second level in championship, but his try scoring record was absolutely amazing. I think the, the the prerequisite for a Hall of Fame player is they were a standout player and a standout personality for Halifax Rugby League Football Club, wherever that level was. Yeah, I agree there, but I think they have to have been with the club, played a minimum amount of games for the club as well. I think that needs to be a prerequisite. Yeah, yeah, you can have yeah, someone. True. Oh, we had a guy that came in and scored 12 tries in three games on Jewel Reggie. You're going to put him in. Are you, are you friggers like? So. Yeah. No, no, true. I, I, I get that. We have got some stuff going yep, in. Yeah, get him up. Um, we'll see. Yep. Nathan Field agrees with me in terms of Bentos. Sean Rothery said he agrees that one scored, the try score for the British Lions is one of the best. Um, Gavin Parkinson says Greg Austin. Yeah, slightly before my time was Greg Austin, but try, try scoring machine, that point scoring machine, he's kicked goals yeah. as well, yeah. Again, was he was he here enough? Did he play enough games to warrant being in the Hall of Fame? I'm not too sure. But um, that he's one of those names that always comes up when you talk about the old yeah. days at Thrummall and stuff. Everyone always brings these names up. They're the names that need to go into your Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, John Schuster, Nathan Field says, yeah. great shout. 100%. Into, uh, Just uh, for that drop goal at Odsall. Yeah, and that interception. Arguably the best ever goal kicker we've had, um, in terms of just metronomic what points. About, what about McNannin? McNannin, yeah, we've best had, goal kicker that never kicked a goal yeah, for fact. We, 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 we've had some uh, left field choices. McNannin, uh, Dane Nerinks, yeah, and CCUCU, yeah. Uh, James Marsden said, "What about the Grix brothers? They both should be Hall of Fame in the future." Depends what Simon does. I'd put Scott in 
for the um, try against yeah, York yeah. at Witness. Yeah, yeah. Because again, it's famous moments. If you're telling a story of Halif the history of Halifax Rugby League through the centuries, mm. can you do it without Scott Grick scoring that try? You can't because yeah. we'd have gone down, we might have gone bust, we might have gone out of existence. One, so, yep, great shout. What one other player you has got to be in the conversation in terms of moments is Benny Black. Yeah. Ben Black. Absolutely. Played for us two different spells. Yeah. Um, he could say that he was the catalyst of us being able to survive in 2004 because if he didn't come yeah. over, we'd have been dead and buried. We wouldn't, we'd have even, we, we wouldn't have even got to that final um, against York. And then obviously, as you hear every single week, he dropped the goal to uh, win that game against Featherstone, that, that, that final against Featherstone. Um, but yes, it is, it is one of those, yeah. Um, I, did, I didn't see your comment, James Marsden, I, 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 I must admit, but yes, with great minds think alike, that's what I'll say on that. Um, David Graham has come up. Ben, Bentley, Bentley, Preston, Austin, Schuster, legends. Yep. Matt Preston. Yep. There you go. That's yep. what I'm saying straight away. Well, they name the same, and those pop up over and yeah. over and yeah. over. Yeah, get fans him in the Hall age. of Fame. Stop pissing about. Let's move on and let's use them yeah. to promote our. Club. We hear him every single week. Austin's going to score. Tyra does it. Black drops the goal. There's it, a reason why the, those yeah. names are in there because they've had massive moments of impact on our rugby league club. I'd put a name in, but again, it's a bit of a contentious one, and this is why we have these debate shows. Jamie Bloom. I was good. Yeah, I've said that. Bloomy for sure. Obviously, he had. His controversy. I don't know if you've read his book. It's supposed to be really good, but he had his um, what do you call it? PED um, steroids. Yeah, oh, that's what. That's where he got back so, the Doncaster. Yeah, you know. So do you put him in there? And he also a bit Lee Breers as well. But, but 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 it's what he did in the Halifax shirt. Exactly. What he did in the Halifax shirt. He came and played for us in '98. Was was part of that team in '98. Played with us for years afterwards. Left for. A year to go to Huddersfield when yeah. when we had to fire sale players came back in two thousand and four to captain the side, kicked three goals from the touchline in that final against yeah. York, um, played on and played on and yeah I, I agree with and he's Jamie still Green. involved in the local area of Greenland all rounders as well so again he stuck around he's giving back to the local rugby league community of Calderdale so yeah. I've got one for you what about Clinchy. You would say that. Wouldn't I you? know I would say that, <laughs> but you're talking yeah. about a player that came. He didn't play for. He didn't play many games. Played one season and a bit, and then came back again for a second spell. Was arguably, in my opinion, if it weren't for Yes and Harris, Man of Steel that year. Yeah, we were one game away, really, from a grand final. We should have been there. X Factor player. You know as what well. I mean? Again. If you talk to a certain generation of Fax fans, that name crops up over and over again. One, so. one thing I will say, that there's loads of comments coming in. So oh, it's actually, get, get onto the comments. It's absolutely great. One thing I will, I will say, though, because it's quite timely as well, I'll put this name in, Rob Warrensey. Oh, yeah. Rob Warrensey, he just announced his retirement. Oh, you say, you're saying that. I put it in our group chat the other day. You were like, oh, no, not, not Rob Warrensey. Not yet. No, no, well, no, 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 no. We're, having, we're having a debate. We are having a debate here. He's part of the conversation you, for you sure. You turn I, I, I just think is, in my personal humble opinion, is is not right now, but he's part of the conversation for sure. Is, we need to work out what a criteria this is. This is what it. I was saying, not just the criteria, but how, how you do it. Like, I'm going to bring it back. You don't like it. Starts on Thursday. The NFL, the way they do it, <laughs> with their Hall of Fame, yeah. they have a ballot and anyone, you can, you can nominate any player. You put it to a ballot and you've got first ballot, they get taken and then the next year the the ones that weren't taken get added to the next year's ballot yeah. on first and it goes on and on and on until so someone like Rob Warren who might be on the ballot every year for 10 years 
before eventually getting on, but he will get on eventually. But again, do we leave it up to the fans? Do we run some kind of club membership scheme where people pay a membership fee every year and get get yeah. a vote? And yeah. Or do you just go the classic modern way and put it online and then it, you leave it up to ending up with voting at both face, you know, and all that Super sort of stuff. So, um, but yeah. what, what do you guys think? Yeah, do you agree with that? You know, ballots or... Linda, Linda Kitson wants to... Can anyone tell me what the actual criteria is for the Hall it. of Fame? We don't know. It's, it's, it seems to be a closer guarded secret. I just think it's like... Whoever's the chairman of the club at that time decides to do it. It yeah. sounds to me they don't want to buy more picture frames. We've got enough room <laughs> on that wall in the. Uh, we need to. Shares, we, we, so. Whenever you go to McDonald's at Asley, we need to know who's in there, really. Um, there's some great minds thinking like I, 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 I was going to come on to go this on, player as well. Um, Nathan Field, my darling mother, have thrown in Damian Gibson. Again? Uh, yeah. yeah. One, one of the. Well, this is where the, the ballot thing would come in. Would you put Gibson in over Schuster? Probably not, but Gibson, once Schuster and Preston and Bentley are all in, you get to that name, you'd be like, would you put Gibson in over yeah. Warren? So you, yeah, you probably would. So this is where that ballot thing would come into it, and I think yeah. that's why I think it's a good idea. Yeah, uh, uh, completely. And, and talking to Gibbo, absolute stalwart of the club. How we, how we, <laughs> how we managed to sign him from Leeds? He was their player of the year in '97. We managed to sign him, arguably one of the full fullbacks in the competition in '98. Stayed through the. The, the CVA debacle of 99 and stayed a long time and then he was another one who who left when when he had to because we had, we had to sell him went a couple of years elsewhere in Castleford and Salford came back to us yeah. played again and he, 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 he served with distinction and then he's still in the area he's doing um, lots of, he does a lot of work with the foundation and, and, and other stuff like that so yeah I, I, I think it's a great one there yeah, it puts a lot of money into the local economy yeah. of uh, pubs and bars as and well and plus I, I would say that because he's bought me pints in Halifax on many occasions so yes that's one that's one criteria if, if you've bought me a pint in Halifax uh, or, or, or to lose, you're in the Hall of Fame. We, maybe we'd need to create a talk in the facts of life Hall of Fame. There we go. There we go. There we go. Dave Ladder, top to you. God to you. Gav Clinch, straight yeah. away. Dwayne Tetley. Connor Robinson. Dwayne Tetley is, uh, uh, thanks for uh, watching, Dwayne. Um, he said Andrew Duniman. Duniman. Now, I think in, in my lifetime, I think Andrew Duniman is the most talented, yeah. I best player that Halifax have had. But he didn't play that many games. Oh, he actually did quite, yeah. 99, 2000, 2001, 2002. A lot of seasons, yeah. Yeah, and then he showed his class by going to Leeds. Again, when we had to sell him. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he wanted to leave. No, no. He went and won a grand final at Leeds and he was a a pivotal player in that that team. So I'm sure it was Dunham where we were away at the Boulevard. I think he'd... Landed in the country on like the Thursday night and it were a Friday night game and he weren't going to play him. I think he just put him on the bench because we had nobody else and sort of acclimated him. And I think we were 24-0 down. Someone might be able to re- to put me right about this, but we were 24-0 down at halftime. We were on Sky and he thought, uh, well, we can't do any worse. We'll stick bloody Dunaman on. And he, he got man at match. I think we scored 50 points in the second half going down hill at Boulevard and absolutely murdered him on mm. telly. He was, was one of those players where he was probably too good for the team. We were around, he was running, making all these runs and stuff and players were like going, huh, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Linda Kitson saw Gibbo this morning. 
Well, when you next see him, Linda, telling that he's going to be part of the Talking Facts of Life Hall of Fame. Um, but yeah, the, the, these are these are the debates here. We just need to gain a little bit of traction to to, to get to get this going because I think it's scandalous that after twenty years, well, Carl Harrison left in nineteen ninety eight, well, end of ninety eight season, and to say that there's not been a player since from either that era or since not in the Hall of Fame is scandalous. It's absolutely scandalous, and we need we need we need to rectify that. So hopefully, people who are watching this. We'll, we'll be able to, to get in t- touch with the club or um, spread the word yourselves. Get the conversation happening. Um, but yeah, let's see if... Uh, David Graham makes a good point. But Matt Preston, again, he, he was he was my first Halifax, favourite Halifax player was Matt Preston because he was just speedy Gonzalez and he makes a good point. The buzz when Preston got the ball, Thromall's roof came off. He was just a classic winger. He was just pace to burn. Arguably faster than Martin of Fire at the time. Um, and he just absolutely he just scored so many tries like that. Um, but did he play that, that many games? He, he was one of the victims of Super League going full-time because he was he had a very, very good job and he wanted to play a part-time. Yeah, yeah, for, for a long time. So, um, But yeah, a, a absolute classic player and definitely one of the... That everyone harps on about quite rightly about the back line of Bentley, um, Preston, Austin. Tuesday came in to replace Austin, but um, Hallis was in that um, in that team as well. Um, but yeah, loads and loads of, of players there. I think that's um, enough of those there. Um, we will come back to James's point. Never saw you answer the last question I asked, and it's a debate that me and my dad actually had while watching the Magic Weekend this uh, this weekend. Which, by the way, two phenomenal games on Saturday night. Is this night. the question about the Halifax best players? Halifax Name your current yeah your current players, players who are yeah. from Halifax or played junior rugby in Halifax. We will get to it. We will do this. This we week. don't want to spunk as lot in the in the. Uh, we've still got games to talk about, Jim. We're going to do all that sort of stuff in the off season, pal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, we've actually got <laughs> rugby to talk about. Hey, you can come on. You come on, Jim, and you you tell us your yeah. team, pal. We'll do a proper podcast. Yeah, that. That, that 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 that's the very good point. Uh, Linda Kitson's coming back. Dunningham played seventy four games for us. Apparently, um, she'd go for Preston again. Fan favorite with Preston because it was just, it was electric. You know, it was pace, and again, what the old time players have over the newer ones are the pitches the, the, the pitches that they played on they played winter rugby awful bobbly pitches heavy duty balls all that sort of carry on but what they had going for them is they didn't have the wrestling of rugby yeah. league they didn't have a man grabbing hold of the ball literally yeah. and then one man round the knees and one man round the top they they were able to get these offloads away to Bentley to Preston who could then go the length of the field and put someone away or yeah. whatever it was so I don't think it's... That's why it's hard to compare. And how do you compare the guys of, of the 80s to the guys, the great teams of the 50s and 60s? And yeah. how do you compare the 50s and 60s guys to the guys at the turn of... My grandparents said... It's got to be, like I said, for me, sorry to interrupt you, no, there, the, no. the thing has got to be, can you tell the story of the history of Halifax Rugby League Football Club slash Halifax Panthers slash Halifax Blue Sox without ex-player's name in there. Yep, exactly. And if and if the answer is no, then they must be in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Oh, true. Yeah, my grandparent, my, my grandfather especially, maintained that if Stan Keelty and Ken Dean were playing, were playing now and the nutrition and the stuff that they they would be absolute world beaters. Oh, so, 
Yeah, yeah, they were, they were yeah, for, to, to have bloody Halifax six and seven playing for Britain at the time, it was 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 ridiculous, and um, they, they maintained that if they were playing these days, it's like it's like the the age old question of football: Messi and Ronaldo are better than Pele and yeah. Bobby Charlton, all that oh, sort yes. of stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's completely it's, it's horse for courses, but like I said before. The only comparison you can make, the only thing you can say is that the the the, the main criteria of Hall of Fame is did that person give their best for Halifax at the time that they were playing in in that blue and white shirt? For, forget forget about well, I'm comparing. Not sure give your best. No no no, you know. no 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 sorry. I'll rephrase that. The effect that they had. Did did they win leagues, win championships? Win over the fans were the fans' favourites because you could say like Adam Tangata could be one that yeah. could be in the future there. Um, Mitch Carlin, that, that those kind of players who come over and had a big impact. But on, then you've the also team. going like um, I think Will Sharp played hundred and over hundred and fifty games. Yep. Jono played hundred and fifty yep. games. Uh, ben K. Yep. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, I think so. yeah you, you could put every single player that's played for Halifax in the Hall of Fame, if, if you will. But apart from uh, what was that guy we got from France called? Oh, Waleed Bregba. Waleed He could be in a Hall of Shame with uh, shame. With, with, with Dane Nerinks. Hey, again, um, and James here. James, yep. come back. Daryl Cardis. Daryl Cardis, yep. Again, pace to burn, scoring one of the, the best Halifax tries I've ever seen uh, against Leeds in 2000. But this is, this is where I come unstuck with my argument about can you tell the story of Halifax without this player? What about Richard Smith scoring against Australia? Yep. Yeah, you know, yeah, does true. Richard Smith go into the hall? Yeah, well, well, John Bentley scored against Australia. And if you if you look quite closely when he scores, oh, I'm there. Oh, can you see you? And you, can, you, can, you can see a young little white-haired uh, chap who was... With uh, his blue and white knitted scarf. I'm yep. <laughs> for, where for a brief period he was shorter than his sister. Um, very, 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 very brief period, and uh, my but dad this is it. This is why we have this debate, Sean. You, I'm a, we hope you exactly. guys yeah. have uh, enjoyed debating it. I think it's something that we need to move into the future, discussing and uh, and really sort of get kicking on now. There's no, there's no point, like I say, wasting any more time. Let's get on with it. Let's get some inductees in, yes. and don't forget, we can then go to the rugby league press. We can go to the local press and have something to say. Look, we've just inducted. Three new members to, voted by our fans and sponsors yep. and local businesses into our Hall of Fame. By the way, we've also got games coming up. Blah, blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. Yep, exactly. Um, Linda Kitson makes point. Mark Preston played all the match, scored umpteen tries and never had a hair out of place. <laughs> That's why his nickname was Bond, because he was like James Bond. He was just absolute suave. And he, 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 he was also an assassin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe Gibbo's name should have been Bond because he got all our ladies. Oh, wow. um, Nathan Field comes up with a very, very good question. Can I propose a different question? The most underrated player who's played for Facts. We will save that for another time. Yeah. Like we say, we're, 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 we've got lots of good ideas here. Take some thinking that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and James Marsden comes with another fullback, Mike Yamanga. Yeah, exactly. See, this is it as well. An all-black. Yep. Uh, yep, all-black uh, Western Samoa player. First, you are right in what you're saying. The first player to score five tries in a Super, in League, a Super game. League game. Yeah, and he had all that record for quite a while as well. Um, Who broke it? Uh, Vinicolo equaled it. Yeah. Um, and then someone, did someone score six? I think so. Someone might score six. But yeah, yeah I think he, he may well still have it. I don't know. Let, let us know if in, in, in that case. But yeah, Mighty Manga, brilliant player. Again, like when we could go out and sign bloody all back 
blacks at the oh, time. Man. Yeah, and 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 he 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 was great, and he he, he was a character as well. The the, the air styles that he had. But it again, was... this is why we should put it to the fans and not do it in dark, smoky back rooms. Yeah. Because look at the names that get thrown out that we we haven't put out ourselves. So if you leave it to a committee, there's always going to be people who say, "Well, that that knee shouldn't be in there." If you give it to the fans, and oh, it was my friend because he used to babysit yeah. my daughter at. Uh, what you call it, weavers yeah. or whatever, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> or anyway, if, we, if we did it, I'd be saying, right, he bought me a pint of melting it, yeah. pot, he bought me a pint in Edison's. Uh, Mother yeah. paid for his food at <laughs> Keith the last week, so he's first one. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, uh, one, of, one of the prerequisites must be that they're, they're retired because they, that, that's one of the things there that, that, that we should do. Uh, so that, so Mitch Carlane very much could be, it could be, and he's, yeah. he, he retired there as well, so uh, we shall see on that one. Um, how long have we been on? Should we move on? We'll Move, move on. on. Let's move on a little bit. But, but thank you. Like I said, we've got a game. We have. We've got a game this weekend. And Important game. Yeah, and we, and we could see um, players who could be future Hall of Fame staking their claim if we, if we get a result up in Whitehaven this week. And Whitehaven surprise package of the league. They came up and were very much a lot of um, uh, people tipped to finish ours down. as well. Yeah. We, we didn't think they'd win a game. Yeah, well, I won't say win a game, but I didn't think they'd finish bottom. But uh, but yeah, they've they've done remarkably well. Got a couple of ex-Halifax players in the signing, Chris Taylor and uh, Liam Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, and anytime, don't matter where Whitehaven are in in which league, going up to Whitehaven is a hard game. It's a hard yeah. trip. They never make it easy, and we've not got a great record going up there, really. Um, but it's, it's going to be an absolute cracker of a game. Um, but which was the season where we went up there and we were so convinced we were going to beat them, and we ended up drawing, and it, I think it either cost us or nearly cost us the playoffs. Um, when Gazmore scored a try with like the last 10 seconds of the game to level it up, and I think it might have been 2016. Was that when we had the black and purple kit? Yes. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. So ended that game ended up costing us a, a place in the playoffs. And obviously yeah. that's not going to be the case this year. But you're right, it's a tough place to play rugby yeah. is Cumbria. I just I just remember being 19-2 up at halftime in the Northern Rail semi and com- being, being convinced that we were getting there. And then they came. Carl Sice came and destroyed us. Uh, Carl Sice and Gary Broadbent were playing at the time. They, they absolutely destroyed in the second half and they, they ended up beating us 20 points to 19, I think it was. And yeah, that that was a sickness. But yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It's, it's, so, it's so hard to play up there. Um, Peter Woods got with a really good point. Did the players travel on the day or the night before? That is a conundrum that we've oh, we, sure we've gone through loads. That there, There's been times where assume, we've stayed over. There's times where we've gone up on the day. I would assume on the day with the COVID BS yeah. that the having to deal with hotels and everything that would come along with that. I'd assume they'd just travel there and back in a day. Yeah. yeah. It, but they, I, I know for a fact they, they have tried lots of different things. They, 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 they've, they've stayed over. They've even stayed two nights sometimes. They've gone up on the day. They've lit, they, they've they've gone up on the day, got changed in, 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 in a lay-by or summer or a service station and then got to the game to play straight away. They've tried all sorts of stuff. Uh, there's no right or wrong way. But have they ever flown? <laughs> planes, trains and automobiles is it <laughs> yeah. but yeah it's uh, one thing that they do I, won't, I don't think it's changed they're really small changing rooms they've got up there yeah. which um, aren't, aren't very hospitable for well, away it's, players it's not there. a ground from this century is it I'm absolutely dreading having to do my media in uh, stuff that might be the old two pronged club <laughs> system you know but. 
But yeah. It doesn't matter, it's what happens on the field, isn't it? So uh, Yeah, true. Uh, James James has come back to us. Leslie Vandicolo, six tries v Hull in two thousand and five. Calling him a boy without a father. Uh, but yes. I don't know why you're self self regulated. We are a family show. We're a there family show. There is not show. one young person under eighteen watching this podcast. Do not kid yourself, Michael. Hey, well, we, we, we shall see. The, we, we, I'm in good faith that everyone who watches this shares this with the kids and they watch it round round the dinner table. It's like, let, let's get together and watch these two talk absolute rubbish. Here, here, look at these kids. These are people you shouldn't turn. Yeah. Like. <laughs> the men will come and the men will talk your ears yeah. off about stuff you don't care about. <laughs> yeah, true. But going going back to Whitehaven, they they've got some X Factor players, and Lachlan Wands is definitely one of them. He's yeah. he, he's the guy that jumps about twenty foot in the air to score in corner, doesn't he? And he's got absolute bags of pace. Um, he's definitely one to, to to look out for. And then as I say, Liam Cooper. I was good that we didn't keep Liam Cooper. I thought he was a great player for us. Um, but he's he's gone on to passages new and doing really well by all accounts. Um, at, what, what do you reckon? What do you reckon this week? It's a, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because, yeah. I mean, whereas a few weeks ago, we were the team that everyone were talking about on, on this massive uh, winning run and all that. Haven are the ones now with something to play for. They've got the local pride at stake. They're obviously going to hear hear a bit of uh, stick from the other Cumbrians because Barrow got promoted on they did, uh, yep. congratulations uh, last night. To them. So congratulations to them guys. But yeah, they're on a run of form. They've won, I think it's like eight in a row or something like that. Mm. The last game they lost was against us, so they'll be itching to put it right. Yeah. We've got some busted bodies after Fev. But one thing is certain, we have to win this game. Yeah. We, we cannot afford to be inviting Batley in on the last day of the season and losing that third spot, which gets yeah. us one, a home playoff, and two, avoids a potential playoff draw with Toulouse until the million-pound game, potentially. So. And again, we'd, we'd, it's that worthy of momentum. We need to start building momentum yeah. towards the playoffs. And if we do that against Dave and, and Batley as well, then we're going into the playoffs on a, with a wet sail, and hope, hopefully we do do that. Um, Nick Barber has come yeah, and, 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 and written a paragraph. Um here we go. Let's be honest, lads. If someone had said you're third going into the last two games, I would have bit your hand off. I can't see us getting a result on Sunday as the squad is on its knees with injuries. As for Springer, he was always going to do the business and just a shame we couldn't get the best out of him. Let's hope we can get as high as possible and do the season justice. Here, 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 here. Yeah. Very much so. Um, you obviously missed the start of the show, um, Nick. Yeah, where we said all this rubber ducky, man. Yeah. Exactly, it's been it's been having too too much fun in the bath, it seems. Um, but yeah, um, it's it's one of the, we're in, we're in a position where it's all in our hands. It's all ours to play for. If we win two games, it's academic. It doesn't matter what the other teams do. We just need to focus on ourselves and do the job. The tricky thing, really, is that it's that Bradford game, isn't it? Because Bradford and Sheffield, it sounds like Sheffield are going to refuse to play that game. So them not playing could end up doing them a favour in the points win percentage. So. God, it's going to take some working out, isn't it? That last day of the season, we could all be... Never mind on your phone checking the scores. We could have the calculators <laughs> out with the, form, the formulas and that. But I, I, if, if we win our games, that, done that making academic, I don't think I it think so, matter. But, I, don't, I don't think it matters what... But like, like Nick's just said, that, that it's not a given that we'll, we'll go to Whitehaven and win. Oh, on no, there's, no. There's some disruption as well. I don't know if anyone's planning on driving up there. There's, a, there's some roadworks and a few road closures on the way into Whitehaven, so make sure you... 
checking up on your sat navs and your travel updates because uh, we don't want you to get stuck in traffic and end up uh, no. missing the game. Definitely not. Um, Nathan Fields come back. Yeah, um, I feel we look tied uh, against Fev. Whitehaven may be a bridge too far. Our squad size, unfortunately, is catching up with us. Alas, with no money, we're going to struggle. Uh, yeah, I can see where you're coming from against Fev. Uh, one thing is for sure, Whitehaven are nowhere near as good as Fev. I don't, I don't think they're anywhere near as big and strong as Fev. So that could work in our favour. Um, I think, and like, like like I said before, we had a good goal against Fev. We scored some points. And I don't think Avon's defence, I don't think, is, is as good as, as Featherstone's either. So um, I, I'm encouraged. I'm, I'm really encouraged. It's one thing I know from supporting Halifax for far too long is that when the back's against the wall, when, when the chips are down and when we're against us, that's where we, as Halifax, we play well. It's, it's, it's a unexpected. total uh, battle of the underdogs as well, isn't it? Because yeah. like I said, we we kind of predicted and we'll hold our hands up and say we were wrong that, well, I don't know if you did, but I certainly didn't think they'd even win a game with a squad that they had on paper. So for them to get on this winning run and, and be the surprise package, I hope that, the well, they don't beat us, but they nick it on the last day of the season and... Yeah. Uh, um, they come to the share and we'll have a rematch and, and see what happens. Yeah, we'll see because they, they, they're desperate. They're wanting that they, they, it's there's a there's a, a, a very thin hair between. I, them I and believe London. it's literally last chance. So they have to beat us on Sunday to have any chance. If they lose, that's their season over. So that's right. it's a cup final for them. And, and I thought I thought them in London the were, bodies were, were that we've got. I thought them in London were kind of same points really. So I'm not hundred percent sure. I, I believe that they have, they've put something out on their Facebook page basically saying two games must win yeah well they'll get again if they, if they win two games then they're there they're, that's what they're thinking if we win our two games we're third in, from from where i can think please let us know if 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 we're talking rubbish here if i i'm i'm fairly certain if we win our two games it don't matter what anyone else does because one of them's badly so we're obviously going to take yeah. points against but they're they it's just bradford that, that's that's going to be the downfall of us but again if, if, if it is, don't we still get a home game if we play fourth? I think we get a home game if we play fourth. It would just be a case of if we did win that home game against whoever it may be, we, we would then go, have to go to France, which is something that we all want to avoid, like the plague, even if it is on Sky TV. Yeah. We all want to avoid the, the hassle of having to go over there. So uh, yeah. with a team that is head and shoulders above everyone else in the hunt for promotion. But we'll deal with the players when we get to it. Like you said, two massive games coming up for them. Equally as big for us on Sunday. We have to win. Let's win, get points on the board. And then we can sort of try and rotate the squad a little bit and, and rest up. I mean, there's there's some... Who, who, who have we got in the squad that could play that hasn't played? We've got Sean Jones, who seems to be the forgotten man of, ben of Israel. Tibbs. Yeah. Ben Tibbs could probably come in and do a job for us. Yeah. Apart from that, it's we very got Con 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 Connor Davis should be back after HIA. Yeah. Elliot Morris should be back yeah. because he was COVID-affected as well. So hopefully those guys are nice and fresh. They can come in this week and replace possibly some battered bodies there. Um, it's, it's, it's just one of those. But it's the same for all teams at the moment. There's, there's plenty of teams who are playing with battered bodies and injuries and all that sort of stuff. Um, we've, just, we've just got to roll with the punches, really. We've done, re we've done remarkably well up to this point to, to with the exception of Connor Robinson majorly injury free there's and a lot COVID free as well yeah. we haven't had to postpone a game for COVID no we haven't and, and like you you said previously that that could end up being our downfall to playing everybody week but we, we, we shall see the, the integrity of the league and the game we are very much um, in favour of but yeah. I'll tell you one thing though a lot of people have been saying it over the last couple of weeks that 
third is, is a successful season for us. And, and then if we can get into the playoffs yeah. and win a playoff game, it's building on where we were from last year or the year before, I should say. But what's been nice to see is um, the fans with some real perspective after after yeah. a big defeat against Faven. Some people might have expected it. Myself, I honestly thought we'd give them a much closer game. Mm. But to see people have the perspective of, look, you know, we, we know we're busted. It's a good season for us. And it's not a case of just accepting mediocrity or whatever no, it, no. some might call it. It's a case of knowing where we're at. And as well with Toulouse in the league this year, you, you don't go all hell for leather this year. Next year's the year you want to do it. So well, we just try and get a little bit better, a little bit better every year. And if we can improve year on year, we can go all out for it next year. Yeah, that's what... Peter Wood said, uh, James Marsden said that Harris is to come back as well, hopefully. You, 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 you'd have thought, so yeah, hopefully that's the case. Uh, Peter Wood agrees with you. I think we have the money, but I feel the board are planning for next season with Keys and Matty G in the pipeline. So yeah, anyone who watched the the, the Magic Weekend yesterday will have seen an absolutely brilliant performance by Joe Keys. And Stuart Pike did mention that he's on his way to, to, to Halifax. And if you believe what you read in the papers with a certain Matt Shaw, then it could be the case. It's a problem for this year, isn't it? Like, like we've said, week after week, who is there out there that we can go and get to bolster our squad? Yeah. Are they going to be better than what we've already got, even if they are busted and a bit bruised? They're not. If they don't improve, they're going to have to learn a whole new system from scratch and the yeah. defensive calls and get to know the lads. And Or you might take a lad on loan, pay his wages, that he might not get in the team for six weeks. So, yeah. yeah, for me, we've, we've done remarkably well. If we finish third, which I think we deserve, I think we've been the third best team in the league this year. Yeah, uh, I agree. I've beaten every, everyone that matters. I think matters. I think the table is you only getting out in this game what, what you deserve and you, you'll hear coaches in that. I think the table is 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 fairly accurate. I've said all along, right from the word go, that Batley are a really good side. When the beat is in the cup, everyone's like, oh, it's only Batley. And I had comment after comment saying, Oh, you know, you're talking rubbish, Mike. And ninety nine percent of the time you're absolutely right. But I, from what I saw from that Batley team that beat us in that first night, I knew they were a decent side. And it's come to pass. They are a really good side. And they, and they are quite right. Like If they're not in, already in the playoffs, then then they're near enough there. And they, they very much deserve it. And they've been one of the best sides we've played this year, both home but, but, but both home in the, in the Cup, but also away as well. That game could have gone either way at Mount Pleasant. Um, obviously, to lose Feathers and look after themselves. Bradford, we've had two absolute bell ringers against them. Um, uh, Whitehaven, we, we, they, they, they're facing our, in, in our Challenge purple. That, yeah, but we were in our purple patch. Managed to get to get through that that game. London's an enigma, isn't it? Because we absolutely smote them. But how yeah. long ago does that seem now? Yeah, you know, it, does. it seems like a, a years since. Yeah, it, and so. it's and it's lucky that we haven't played them away because I think they they, they might have fancied their chances down there really. Um, and obviously, witness witness they talk about enigmas. Witness yeah. they, they they beat us comfortably and they go up to Whitehaven. Granted, they only had sixteen men and they get absolutely that's, thrashed. That's this year as well. You know, like we get beat by Oldham. We beat Widness by a drop goal, but then Widness go put 60 on Oldham, and then we beat whoever, Batley, and then Batley go and absolutely smoke London yeah. or whatever. So it's just very, very bizarre. But like I say, it's it's the best division of rugby league in this country for oh, me. I wouldn't it have it any other way. No, not, Watching not those Cass and Wigan games where they're just driving into each other five no. times, or you watch every week on the uh, Our League app, you're looking at try of the week. There's, there's four or five from the Championship and one from yeah. Super League every week. So think, that tells you everything you need to know. I think that, that might change know. this weekend for Magic. But oh. again, Super League's got to have a showpiece event to actually get some decent rugby played. Whereas we get it every single week in the Championship. Um, 
So, um, we'll wind up with a few of these comments. Um, Peter Wood said, if Huddersfield don't make the playoffs, is Hewitt eligible for return? Short answer, no. Long answer, no. Not, not just that, he's banned as well, isn't he now? So yeah. he got banned for use of the elbow. Yeah, so. he did. That, that's the same thing with... But uh, it's a full-time... We can only take players that are under earning under 20 grand a year, which you, you're looking at kids. Yeah, you know, exactly. Fringe uh, players. Yeah, Hewitt, Russell, Borough... They're not coming back, unfortunately. And, and Pete he said again, shame about Borough too, who has had hardly played for Wigan and possibly might not play again till next season. Seems a waste for him too. And I think that's exactly why he's moving to Salford. Well, because if you're Richard Marshall, do you oh. want him playing in playoffs for facts and getting injured and yeah. then you've spent all this money and investment but on... But I'll tell you what, Richard Marshall, he's got one player on it, it sounds. He get, and, and Richard Marshall coming, coming to Roosevelt for his, his old club. When when the, the announcement came, he said he's watched a lot of Amir Borough this season for Halifax. And Does it, Richard Marshall go in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is, is, are there coaches that are in the Hall of Fame? Obviously, Chris Anderson oh, was a player coach. Uh, was a player coach, but... That was a tandem. You don't have to jump on everything. Yeah, no, 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 no. But yeah, uh, the... the it's free and easy podcast. There's no kind of flow to it. Um, Being it's called free and easy. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But Borough's going to be absolutely fantastic for Salford next year, and he's got the right coach and right atmosphere there. Uh, last one from Nick Barber. What I admire about White Haven is they have a good coach, built a squad and a budget, and just proves money doesn't buy a team. But they've done very well with recruitment from overseas. Let's stay positive, lads, and look for, lots look forward to moving forward next year with this club. Anything can happen in the playoffs and it's cut football and that's when facts normally come to the fore. That's it. That's the yes, spirit, Barbs. Definitely. I cannot agree with that anymore and uh, what a way to finish. Uh, positive Rugby League, positive Halifax, uh, positive all the way around. Hopefully there's no positives in terms of COVID test going forward. But yeah, that's the only negative we want in this in this life, in this world, in this Rugby League planet. Uh, but yeah, thank, thank you very much for, for joining us, everyone. Um, we've got a good number again. Apologies for the uh, <laughs> for the internet issue, but again, it won't be a talking facts of life live stream without any sort of technical hitches. Uh, thank you all for watching. Thank you, Rick, for, as always. Thanks to Eclipse Energy and Delivery. Delivery! Uh, as always. Uh, and from myself, thank you very much for watching. And as always, up the facts, Panthers!